Dr. Donald Dumford. He's a doctor of infectious disease at Cleveland Clinic Akron General. And Don, I guess, first of all, when we talk about vaccine globally right now, you know, countries like Austria, countries like Italy and Australia looking for more and more vaccine as they're seeing an uptick in COVID-19 cases. This is globally just like we are in the United States and right here in the Summit County. Uh, that's true, Ray, and, and, and thanks for having me back. But, um, you know, we're, we are seeing that. We're seeing that everybody's struggling to get as many people vaccinated as possible. You're hearing about, uh, you know, some countries actually going to mandates for certain parts of their population to say, you must get vaccinated or, or be fine. They're seeing that. I, I think it was in Austria, I believe. They said everybody 60 and over, uh, they're pushing for mandatory vaccination um, or penalties if, if they don't. Um, and I think that just really shows you, you know, how much globally this is having an impact and, and how much everybody is, is struggling to get this under control. Um, and we just see, you know, more and more cases and we're, you know, having another uptick here, um, you know, in Ohio, across the country, uh, as far as the number of new cases per day and seeing those new cases rising. Don, let me ask you this. Availability of vaccine, we seem to be comfortable here in this country and Ohio, Summit County. It seems to be like there's plenty of vaccine here, but paint the picture for us globally and what you're seeing as a doctor of infectious disease about the availability of vaccine globally. And you're right. We do see that, uh, you know, here in Ohio, across the United States, we have plenty of vaccine. We actually have, you know, big surpluses of vaccine. At this point, anybody who, who would want to get vaccinated at this point has the opportunity to. Uh, you know, what, what I think we're, you know, the big parts of the, the world that we're seeing that, that don't, don't have vaccines are those developing countries. Um, just because they don't have access to the vaccines, they don't have the same infrastructure as far as their health care. Uh, and, you know, the concern is in those situations is that, you know, the more unvaccinated people you have, uh, the more likely it is that you're going to have more virus spreading around and the more likely it is that these concerning variants come about that may evade our already, you know, already developed antibodies, evade our treatment, you know, evade our vaccinations. And that's really the, the concern, um, you know, moving forward. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Don, and it's tough to look too far ahead. But when we're seeing other countries uptick as well as ours and how borders have been reopened as of, what, four to six weeks ago, are you concerned about that with the uptick in cases that maybe we could uh, hit the reset button, unfortunately, and start almost all over again in this fight? Yeah, I, I really worry about that. Um, and I think with the new variant, uh, the Omicron variant coming around, uh, you know, that's a concern. And I think as we as we learn more about this variant, and I think, you know, we've got to say, as, as you've read in the news, you know, there's concern, there's not panic yet. And I think one of the big things is we just don't really know what's going to happen with this new variant yet. Uh, but I think that the things that are, are causing people concern is that you see these, these fairly big clusters of cases um, in areas where the Delta variant's already, you know, taken hold. You know, if you see a new variant starting to cause a big cluster of cases, then you say, okay, is this, is this variant more fit than the Delta variant? You know, is it is it composed the right way to be able to to now become the dominant strength? And I think what we're and and you know, as I said, really, what's going to happen with Omicron and how how severe it's going to be, how transmissible it's going to be, is is still up in the air and still being learned. 
Yep. And I think as we've, as we've seen throughout the, the pandemic, what you're seeing is, is science in real time taking, you know, taking place out front in the news rather than in labs and, you know, coming, you know, with data coming out months or years later. Dr. Donald Dumford is with us, infectious disease doctor, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. Don, what does history tell you about viruses and variants? I mean, do these variants continue to get stronger and stronger in their ability to hold off vaccine and be more infectious? Is it case by case? And I know because with Omicron right now, we don't know really what that's going to bring us. But what does history tell you about variants? Well, I think the, you know, I think the, we can look at two different examples. One is what we've seen so far with, with COVID. And then two is what we've seen with, say, influenza. Um, you know, as we've seen with, with COVID so far is that we've, as we've gone along, we've seen, you know, a couple variants come around that have been more, um, you know, more problematic than the others. You know, at this point, we're all the way up to, to Omicron. And if you're going through the Greek alphabet, I forget what letter in the Greek alphabet that is. But that means there's been, you know, uh, you know, in the upper teens of the number of variants that, that we've seen so far. And out of those variants, there's been pretty much three that have been, been concerning. And, and, you know, as we've said before on the show, mutations are a part of life. You're dealing with viruses that are, are replicating you know, producing thousands of copies of themselves within a few hours. And when that happens, you're going to have these little mutations in the genome. And if one of those happens to, to allow it to be, you know, I guess, you know, say like the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, LeBron James of the, uh, you know, of the viruses, then that one gets to then make more copies of itself. Um, and I think, you know, so you see sort of these pockets where these variants pop up. And I think, you know, if we look back at the flu, you see that as we go along with the flu that, you know, and this is probably what COVID is going to look like in a few years, that with the flu you see it's kind of sort of stays the same all throughout, um, you know, most years with a couple of years every now and then having these variants that come about that are more problematic than others. Uh, unfortunately, at this point with COVID, we are we're dealing with a virus that you know is is able to produce worse symptoms and more severe disease than than most of your other respiratory viruses. And then plus, you have to think that we've we've unleashed this completely new virus into a completely susceptible population over the past two years, and now we're you know as, as the human race catching up with with what happens when you unleash a new virus into a population. So as we're as a I guess as a whole population building up immunity and antibodies, you know, hopefully eventually we'll start to see COVID come down, you know, look more like the flu. But we're you know, I think what we we think right now is that we're probably a good long way away from that happening. With us is Dr. Donald Dumford, Doctor of Infectious Disease at Cleveland Clinic Akron General. So Don, with all that being said, when we talk about Omicron right now, this variant, you and I haven't talked much about that. What do you know about this variant, this strain of COVID-19? So I think, you know, looking at it first, we know it's in uh, 15 different countries across across the globe right now. And it's really hit all the continents at this point. We've seen cases in Australia, Asia, Africa, Europe, North America, and South America. Um, and you, what, what we know is that uh, they probably, well, they think it probably arose in, in Southern Africa, um, and that's where the first cases were reported. 
Um, although some news has come out that the first actual case was probably about a week before that in the Netherlands. Uh, most of these have been travel-related, uh, but we have seen some cases that have been travel-related, which means that it's already starting to have community spread. Uh, when we look at the virus itself and, and, you know, what we worry about with, with, you know, why it might be concerning for it being, you know, the next, the next Delta variant and, and being a real problem, uh, is that it's got a lot of mutations in that spike protein. And as we've talked about on the show before, that spike protein on the virus is what actually binds to the, the receptors in the lung and then allows the virus to attach and then, and then enter the cell. Uh, and what we see is that it's got some um, mutations similar to Delta that have been associated with increased transmissibility, uh, increased severity of disease, increased viral load, meaning that it's got the, you know, the right genetics to be able to create more of itself. Remember that with Delta, we see that it has about, uh, you know, somebody that is uh, contagious has about a thousand times more of the virus compared to somebody that had that alpha strain or the original strain of COVID. And then it's got a lot of uh, mutations that we don't really know what they're going to do yet. Um, and I think that's the concern, but we you know, have to see what's going to, to come about with it. And I think with all, the, with all that being said, the, the concerns are with the, the genetics we're seeing is that, you know, it might mess up how we test. It might mess up um, how the body responds. Uh, it might be able to evade the vaccines we have, which uh, actually the drug companies have already responded by starting to develop uh, new variant-specific strains of vaccine. Uh, and, and then you know, the concern is that it's more transmissible uh, and it's more, uh, you know, more, causes more severe disease, are we going to see more, more and more people sick? 